It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Hope you're having a blessed weekend. Remember, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. Visit us at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook and like us there. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. We began this morning with actor Colin Egglesfield. You know him from All My Children, Melrose Place, and The Client List. He's here this morning to talk about his new book, Agile Artist, Life Lessons from Hollywood and Beyond. It's our pleasure to welcome Colin Egglesfield to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Colin. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm good, Rodney. Thank you for having me. Oh, it is my pleasure. Now, I understand that you got your start as a model working with Armani, Versace, and Calvin Klein. What was it like for you jet-setting and modeling and modeling in your underwear for Calvin Klein? What was that time? What was that like for you in your life? Um, I mean, it was it was crazy. It was surreal. It was amazing. It was fun. It was eye-opening. Uh, you know, coming from a small town outside of Chicago, finding myself on the runways in Milan and Paris and London. I mean, I was 23, 24 years old. And, uh, I mean, to be able to be having clothes fit on you by some of the top designers in the world at the time, I was just like, this is like, I I guess maybe I didn't appreciate it as much as I do now looking back. (laughs) Um, But what I did appreciate about it was being able to meet people from all over the world, uh, being able to travel, having my eyes open and my perspective widened to, uh, to so many different cultures out there. And uh, just to see, you know, even though so many people, are different in so many ways. We're very similar in more ways than we're different. All right. So, Colin, you know, I just have to mess with you. What was it like for you to model in your underwear for Calvin Klein? What was that like? Was that very comfortable, man? <laughs> um, I, you know, uh, it's funny because growing up, um, my mom is from Ireland, and so she's always been like, whenever we'd be watching a movie and there'd be like a makeout scene, she would always have to leave the room. He'd be like, Oh God, this is way too like embarrassing. Um, but my dad was completely opposite. You know, he was, he was comfortable walking around the house, you know, in his underwear. And he was like completely just like, you know, just no big deal. And um, I, I mean, I always kind of looked at it as, you know, the human body is uh, something to be appreciated and uh, not to be ashamed of. And when I was younger, I was super skinny and dorky. And as I got older, you know, I just was like, I'm going to lift weights because I just want to get bigger. And as I was working hard to uh, to lift the weights, to get picked by over, you know, hundreds of guys to be representing Calvin Klein on the underwear box, I think I was more proud of the fact that my hard work had paid off mm-hmm. and that someone like a Calvin Klein had chosen me to be on the underwear box. I think it was a... Uh, um, it was more of an honor than it was anything to be embarrassed of. All right. There you go. Good, good. Now, so we know you got your big break on All My Children. Do you remember yeah. that auditioning process? What was that like for you? Oh, man, it was exciting. It was nerve wracking. But uh, it was one of those things where I felt like all the hard work that I put into getting to that position or that opportunity. And, you know, I I think people say, you know, luck is when opportunity meets hard work. And I felt like I had worked, you know, for the past eight years of my life to, to get to that moment. And, you know, there was a lot of times when I would get to that moment and I, I didn't perform, I didn't feel like I was ready or 
I felt like I was ready, but my talent wasn't at the level it needed to be. And when I went for that audition, the stars aligned. It felt great. I felt like I'd worked hard enough to where I earned it. And, uh, man, it was just, uh, it was magic. All right. Now, you played Erica Kane's son by way of some very unusual circumstances. What? Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I was her transplanted, unaborted fetus son. Oh, my God. Yeah, follow yeah. that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're glad the, the writers wrote it like that, right? Um, well, you know, <laughs> I, I was just happy to be on the show and right. to have a steady working, you know, acting job and to be doing something that I loved. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. For more information on the show, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. On the phone with me is actor Colin Egglesfield. You know him from shows like All My Children, Melrose Place, and The Client List. Now, Colin, you've worked in television and movies, but I hear that being on a soap opera, the schedule is unbelievable. You spend a lot of time on set learning tons of lines. How true is that, and did that help prepare you for movies and other acting roles? Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly that. You know, and that's what I talk about in, in my book, Agile Artist, is that a lot of what I have learned in life is, you know, you, you sometimes you have to learn things the hard way to really truly appreciate things. When I got booked on the soap, um, I didn't truly appreciate how hard it was to memorize like 20 pages of dialogue every day because in normal TV uh, that you see at, you know, primetime TV shows um, or film, they're filming like maybe five to 10 pages a day. And in soap opera, we're filming 80 pages a day. We're filming, you know, a whole one hour TV show in one day, whereas regular primetime TV shows, that one hour show that you're watching took seven days to film. Um, so with soap opera, you're just cramming so much material into such a short amount of time that basically jumping into the deep end and you either sink or swim and uh fortunately i had you know susan lucci and a bunch of other great talented actors around me to uh kind of help show me the ropes which is great all right good so the new book is called agile artists life lessons from hollywood and beyond now in the book you talk about you know just six months after getting booking all my children your dream job you felt like you were on top of the world, but then you got this diagnosis that changed your world. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, just complete opposite of from where I had thought I was in terms of having finally, you know, booked this really great acting job and three-year contract, making good money for the first time. Um, and six months into my three-year contract, I was diagnosed with with cancer, and so what. I was imagining was going to be three years of an incredible ride of, of living my dream turned into sort of a nightmare of having to go to, uh, you know, two surgeries, radiation treatments, uh, checkups every month, blood tests, chest x-rays, CAT scans. And what I write about in my book, and one of the reasons why I did write the book was that a lot of the things that we learn as actors and in acting class with regards to creating a certain reality for ourselves when we walk into an audition we have to create the reality that this is this imaginary world that is on this piece of paper that we're walking into these rooms is actual real life and that we are creating a character that we need to become in order to be believable and authentic 
and to be hired for the job. And so I, I apply that same mentality to my whole cancer experience with regards to even though I don't know what the outcome of this is going to be, and I was literally staring death in the face, I didn't let that dictate my reality. I created my own reality for myself, much like we do as actors. So I said, you know, all right, how do I want this to go? I can either let what the doctors tell me make my mind believe that my chances of survival are minimal, or I could think of myself as Russell Crowe in Gladiator and decide that I'm going to be a warrior through this experience. I'm going to create the certainty that I am going to be healthy and I'm going to create that mental mindset that I'm going to get through this and I'm going to be a movie star at the end of it. And after my experience on all my children, I went out, you know, booked that movie, something borrowed with Kate Hudson, went on to do a movie with two movies with Bruce Willis, a movie with Sylvester Stallone. And I literally manifested that reality of that I was going to be healthy and become everything that I wanted to set out in life. When you were doing All My Children, when you got the first diagnosis and you had the surgery, you didn't initially, you didn't tell anyone on the set or anyone at All My Children that you were actually having surgery. You just went back to work. Tell me, what was the mindset behind that? Yeah, um, I, I didn't want to acknowledge that there was something wrong with me. And I mm. think by me telling people at work that I had been diagnosed with cancer and that I was going through this experience, it was almost as if like I was accepting the reality that I was sick and that this was actually happening to me. And I think in doing so, it got to a point where three weeks into my radiation treatment, I showed up at work and I literally felt like I was going to throw up on set. I was nauseous and I think my director could just tell that I was not I was not doing well. And he asked me, he's like, you know, are you okay? And I, I literally just broke down and finally realized that I couldn't go through this experience on my own. I felt like I could do it on my own. I felt like, all right, I'm, gonna, I'm strong. I can do this. But after three weeks of the radiation and after, you know, a couple months removed from the surgery, it just got to a point where I needed support and I needed to be able to confide with someone or, you know, my community to let him know what I was going through because I realized that I wasn't as strong as I, I thought I could be. And once I admitted that, my community showed up and I felt supported. I didn't feel alone anymore. I felt like I didn't have to hide behind something that I felt was, uh, you know, in my mind, maybe something wrong with me. And um, in, in doing so, like I said, uh, I just felt surrounded by a really great community of people who, uh, who ended up going to my doctor's appointments with me and, you know, they gave me time off of work so I could heal properly. And, and this is what I talk about in my book as well, is that when we are brave enough to authentically let our guard down and share what we are vulnerably going through, it gives other people the opportunity to show up for us in our lives. And it's almost like giving them a gift because when people are able to provide and, and, um, be of service to others, it makes them feel good. It makes them feel like they have a purpose. And so it, it, looking at it from, don't look at it from a place of I'm weak and um, I, you know, people are going to feel bad for me. Look at it from a perspective of you're giving other, other people the opportunity to, to be generous, to be kind, and that makes their lives more fulfilling. So it, 
in the long run, it just it's mutually beneficial for everyone. And again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to author Colin Egglesfield. You know him from shows like The Client List, All My Children, and Melrose Place. He is the author of a new book called The Agile Artist, Life Lessons from Hollywood and Beyond. Now, in the book, you talk about finding your hell yeah. Explain to us what that is and what you mean by that. Your hell yeah is the thing that you're passionate about in life. And I think a lot of the times in today's society, we feel like we've got to maybe go towards the job that we feel is the more responsible thing to do with regards to maybe, you know, going into accounting or going to become a lawyer because our parents want us to become a lawyer. Mm -hmm. But in my acting classes, I would be sitting there, you know, I finally found what I was passionate about in life because growing up I was pre-med biology and it wasn't something I thought it was, you know, I thought I could do it, but it wasn't something I was super excited or passionate about doing. And once I got into my acting class, I was like, all right, this is it. I love this. This is, I'm, this is what I'm passionate about. Um, and I'd be in my classes and people who were lawyers and business people and other professions would come into my acting classes and I'd be like, you know, you've got the job, you're making money. Why are you here? And they would say like, yeah, I've got the job, but I'm unfulfilled and I'm not creatively doing what I'm passionate about. And, uh, and ultimately we can't hide the truth of who we are. And so something really interesting I heard Jim Carrey talk about was his father was one of the most, the funniest men he's ever met in his entire life. Amazing comedian, you know, really funny guy. Um, But his father felt like he needed to become an accountant because that's what his parents encouraged him to do. And that's what he thought was the responsible thing to do. And midway through Jim Carrey's father's career, he got let go from his job as an accountant. And so Jim said, you know, well, if you, you know, if you're going to get let go from a job in life, you might as well be doing the job that you love Because there's no guarantee that even if you go after the job that you think is the responsible thing to do, Mm -hmm. there's no guarantee that that is going to be, you know, offer you the security or the fulfillment that you're going to be, that you think you should be going for. So you might as well go for the things that you, you, that you're passionate about and that you care about, because uh, in my mind, life's too short to be doing something that you're miserable with. All right. Now, in the the subtitle of the book is Lessons from Hollywood and Beyond. What's the biggest lesson that you've learned from Hollywood, Colin? The biggest lesson I've learned is to stay true to yourself and to be committed to something that is bigger and more inspiring than than anything um, that you could dream of, you know, other than. I guess you could say uh, having that crazy dream of becoming a movie star, uh, it made me realize that you just you've got to have that that vision and that dream and Mm -hmm. and then just not give up over my career. I've gone on over 2000 auditions in my 20 year acting career, and I only have 44 credits to my name, which is a 2 percent success rate. And so one of the biggest things I've learned about my my time in Hollywood is that you not only do you have to have that you know that hell yeah that inspires you and being a movie star was that for me but you've also got to just be committed and know that you're not always going to get the job but you've got to love the process you've got to just enjoy the uh 
the moments in between the jobs and and then be able to give back to others who are uh who are along that journey as well in terms of like I'd go back to my acting classes and I'd speak to some of the younger students there and share with them how, you know, some of the things that I learned along the way. So it's, uh, it's really all about having that dream, staying committed and giving back to, uh, to your community. And again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to actor Colin Egglesfield. The title of the book is Agile Artist, Life Lessons from Hollywood and Beyond. Now, you mentioned this earlier. You talked about some of the celebrities you've worked with. Any funny stories there, Colin? Man, um, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, as tough of a guy as he is, what was amazing is the first night that uh, we had our cast uh, meet and greet dinner. Um, we had to get up at you know six o'clock the next morning to shoot our first day, and he he stayed up. We I mean we all stayed up. But it was probably maybe like five or six of us that uh, stayed up till like one o'clock in the morning, sitting at his dinner table. And one by one, a bunch of you know cast and crew members were like, "Okay, it's getting late. I'm going to bed." But having the opportunity to sit with Sylvester Stallone and listen to him tell stories about uh, you know. Um, working in New York and and how um, once he made it with you know having written Rocky and how hard he had worked to get that script made and you know I I, it's, I, I want to protect people's privacy because I think it's private what you know people say in these kinds of environments but just to be in these, mm-hmm. these environments listening to some of these intimate stories um, of how they made it. Uh, was I mean, some of these moments have, are moments that I will cherish forever. And, uh, you know, those, those are also the magical moments that um, are why I think I'm so blessed with what I'm doing. So, Colin, for you, what is the biggest takeaway? What is it that you want readers to get to know, to understand after reading this book? What is the takeaway here? When people read Agile Artists, what I want them to get out of it is that to realize that Anything is truly possible if you have a dream, if you're passionate about it, if you put a plan in place, and if you work your plan and surround yourself with the people who have been there before you, who can encourage and inspire you to get to where you want to go. And then also, it's a great reminder of the importance of giving back to your community because I've had so many amazing people, coaches, mentors help me get to where I'm at that when you read this book, you're just reminded of the power of humanity, the power of human potential, and how incredibly powerful our our minds and our brains and our will is when we truly commit to something. And Colin, beyond the new book, which again is titled Agile Artist, what else can we look forward to from you in the very near future? I've got two films that are going to be released, uh, I believe, this year. One of them, uh, we won Best World Premiere at the San Diego Film Festival wow. a couple couple months ago. Um, that one's called 100 Days to Live. And um, then I've got um, – I'm, I'm working on a, a reality real estate show um, right now as well. I do some real estate mm. in between my acting jobs. And, um, and so I'm – currently working on that and uh and i've got a couple of other movie projects but you know it's you talk to any producer in hollywood and you've, you essentially have to have like 10 things going at once because you never know <laughs> when one of them is, is gonna pop okay so you know i'm always pushing a bunch of things trying to get them made and and uh and that's part of the business and 
you know, besides the book, I've also, um, I'm now doing some uh, coaching in the sense of uh, I've got an online course that is a complement to the book. And uh, if people are interested, they can go to, they can go to colineglesfield.com. And uh, my course is a six-week online course, essentially getting you inspired to accomplish whatever it is that you've been wanting to that you've been putting off, that you've been procrastinating on, whether it's to lose that, you know, that 10 pounds or to write your own book or to uh, start your own business, whatever it is that you've, you've had an idea or an ambition to do, but you just haven't had the motivation or the leverage to do it. Uh, this six week course will, when you're done with it, it'll leave you motivated, inspired, and, uh, and left with the resources in order to make it all happen. All right. Well, we're out of time this morning. Thank you so much, Colin, for taking time and spending so much time with us. I know you're a very busy man. I look forward to the real estate show because I love that those type of things. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. Awesome. Thanks, Rodney, for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, sir. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.